me, uh, my friend came over and gave me a magazine, Tricycle. You ever hear that Buddhist magazine? There was an article in there about not self. The Buddha never said not self or whatever, you know? And uh, he also sent me all the commentaries that people had on the article. And I liked one. The guy says, just give up all that shit and take a walk in the woods, you know? <laughs> You'll be much happier. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but the whole point they were saying is that Buddha's whole premise, from their point of view, the one who wrote the article, was to find uh, what would alleviate your suffering, you know? Find whatever does that. You know what I mean? And have that be your gauge of if something is is solid or not. Is just does it alleviate the suffering that you see to the end? And if you look at the uh, activity of mind called selfing, you'll see the selfing seems to produce a lot of effects because of the interest put in it. Yeah. The selfing is mostly, it's an advertising. It advertises bad things to are going to occur because bad things have occurred, yes? So it's really an advertising, and, but it seems to have a lot of weight if your attention is in it. Yeah. So if, you, uh, if you're interested in the advertising or you believe the advertising, it tends to allow the advertising to auto to sort of come to fruition in a way, yes? So the fear of tomorrow is never felt tomorrow. It's always felt now. Yeah. There's that's there's nothing other than this actually a moment that you're in right now. But the fear of tomorrow happens now. Yeah? Now that's an incredible miracle for that to occur. If you look at like the old people and supposedly spiritual people in the past, like Jesus supposedly brought one guy back to life, Lazarus. Yeah, Lazarus died, and then he went and he called them forth, and he came back. And they that was rated as a huge miracle. But we're producing so much stuff out of nothing, really. Like I'm concerned, the head, the selfing talks as if I'm going to be in a future event that's going to be uh, very, very distressing. Yes? And if my belief is in that, the distressing feeling doesn't happen in that future event. It happens now. You feel as if something's happening that's not happening. That's incredible. Yeah? But the advertising can't produce that. The advertising is just going on, just doing its thing, and we in a sense produce it. Yeah? based on a sort of ignorant point of view. And that ignorant point of view could be called self-centeredness. Yeah. So in a way, self or no self, it doesn't matter. It's just being so engaged in the selfing is going to cause you a lot of contraction and anxiety based on things that aren't happening. Yeah? Now, and I would say that could be... Com that could be uh, construed as suffering. Yeah? A malaise, a dis-ease. And if the whole Buddha's point was to relieve or to show a way to relieve that suffering, what better way to relieve the suffering is to see that there isn't a one that is, that is the, that's suffering, yeah? Because that's the key. It's the one that gives the suffering the quality that it has, not the suffering. There's got to be one who suffers, yeah? One who suffers 
the, the slings and arrows of future events now. One who suffers the guilt and the, and the shame and the remorse about things that happened long ago and may not have ever happened. Like someone sent me this thing on the last Wednesday I spoke. And it, it was sort of like every time you remember an event, the only thing you're remembering is a memory of it. You never remember the event, ever. Yeah? You remember a memory of it. This is the whole thing. This is memory. All of that stuff is in that broad category of selfing. Yes? And in that selfing, our interest and attention is being swept up, or let's say dispersed, because it's here right now. Yeah? There's attention and interest right now, and yet the selfing appears to be yesterday and tomorrow. So if you're, if you're identified as a self, then your interest and attention gets dispersed from this moment, which is the only place the interest and attention can enrich you in. It gets dispersed into yesterday and tomorrow. So the whole thing that's going to give you a sense of being alive is going to be dispersed into a dead realm called the past and a dead realm called the future. It's not even a realm. It's just an idea. Yeah? It's all comprised in this moment. It can't be anywhere else. There is no future other than the one you're thinking about now. Yeah? There's no past other than the one that's being thought about. It's not you thinking. That's the dilemma. There's just a thought about it. Yeah? But it's construed usually just like the language just innocently goes into, which is, it's you, it's you thinking about the past, but you never thought about the past. There's just been thoughts about the past, yeah? The thoughts about the past have been about you, and then there's an identification with that thought, and now you feel like the pe- you that you were in the past, which is only a memory, yeah? It's only a memory. You can't feel what you were like years ago. All you can get to is a memory of what you think you were like years ago. And that you that you think you were like isn't even the you you are, because you're not one. Yeah. That's the whole beauty. The, the beauty of seeing selfing as an activity, not as you doing the activities, but as an activity, is the freedom from the bondage of self. It's a living freedom now from the bondage of self. And I've seen it so beautifully because I've had a lot of time and time and selfing are synonymous. Time and selfing are synonymous. There is no sense of self without time, yeah? And there's no time with the, without the sense of self. They're, they're, they're just, they're a movement of mind that isn't separate. There isn't like an object called time that's imposing its will on you, yeah? There's time, and you can see it just in your day. If you're feeling good, the day goes quickly. If you're not feeling good, it's like an eternity. Yeah. What do you think? Time is whimsical. It looks at you that day and says, I'm going to fuck with Jack today. I'm going to make it just draw out. No. You participate in it. Yeah. So the selfing and time are synonymous. So the only way selfing can have a dominant influence in a life, in this possibility, is if the mind that's in this possibility is identified as the self that's, that's constructed in time. Because self has to be remembered. The feeling of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity wasn't present when you were a young kid. You, we grew into the idea that that feeling of being on represents that there's someone on. And as soon as we started getting up the ass of that someone who's on, 
we basically lost the sense of being on. Yeah? Then we were once on, we're going to be on, and therefore, therefore we better really be concerned about what's going to happen to us then, and yet there's no concern about now because you've been dispersed, your attention and interest. Yeah? How can you show up on a Saturday if there are previous Saturdays? And there's, pre- and there's going to be future Saturdays. How are you going to actually totally show up for a year when you've been spent there and you're withholding yourself to be spent on that great Saturday I'm going to have next week? Yeah. <laughs> How are you going to be totally here if the here that you're totally in isn't of this place? It's of yesterday and tomorrow. Yeah. We're in a here, but it's a mental here. It's the here that's been co-opted by the mental process and it's chunk full of time. Chunk full of it. I've seen it with this leg. My head will start talking about the leg, and then it goes, oh, I've been laid up for three months, which it hasn't been. It just straight elongates it a little bit because it makes it juicier, you know? I've been laid up for three months, and now it looks like I may be laid up for three more months. That's fucking really unfair. I think I I was all right with three months, but six months is going overboard, yeah? Now, it couldn't produce any effect, but by injecting time in it, yes? Oh, Jesus, I'm going to be laid up. And what does laid up mean to me? Well, it may mean I can't do what I want. I do this and that. See? It's, it's like this time is like the, the birth event of all the selfing, yeah? It's like it, the seed is put into this thing, and then it's given birth to in time. Oh, I'm not going to be able to do what I want for three months. Yeah, it's so much more. It's so much heavier than if I can't do for what I want for an hour. But if you add three months to it, fucking unbelievable. Yeah, one of my I gotta think my I gotta think myself into what out of what I've been thinking myself into. You that self can't get out of self. Just see it. See how much time is injected into the thought system that's advertising that's advertising to the mind an idea, it's called A-U, A-U, and as soon as the mind gets identified as it, it becomes you, seemingly. It can't be you, but it can seem to be you. And how it seems to be you, it's crowned as me. Yeah? Because then you're a unique, special you among all these yous. Yeah? Maybe, and the, the only thing you have to... to uh, Affirm that is I look different. Let's say that's as his body. All right, so I am now crowned as the one and only me. <laughs> I remember when I went into this drug and alcohol program, I had such a sense of terminal uniqueness, and I was the only time I really got upset in there when they kept they didn't see me as me. They saw me as a fucking you, a you that was an addict and a drunk, and their application of medicine or of suggestions to that work perfectly but the me didn't like the medicine because you don't understand <laughs> they understood completely <laughs> and my life looked better with them running it for two years than it ever did with me running it yeah because I was under this delusion that I am this special me they saw me as exactly what I was appearing to be which was a drug addict alcoholic <laughs> and they knew exactly what to do about a drug alcoholic but I didn't know what exactly what to do because there was Paul that was a drug addict alcoholic and I'm different than all every other addict and alcoholic why? because it's me <laughs> that's all I need it's me 
Don't you understand? No, we don't. Do the dishes. <laughs> no, we don't. Make your bed. No, you're going to go to work today. But it's me. I don't feel like working. <laughs> Do you see it? You got just get a flavor of it. One example explains the whole thing. How many examples do you need? Watch your head. Let's say you're in a situation. You got injured, okay? Watch your head try to land on that injury. Flying around. Oh, look at it. It's really swollen. It lands, yeah? It lands on it. As soon as it lands on it, it gets, it, it mates with it. It mates with the event, and then it spawns its children. From yesterday and tomorrow. The womb of yesterday and the womb of tomorrow now spawn all these hellish, hellish childs, you know, hellish children. And now they're all yours. Yeah? Jesus, someone's persistent, eh? Someone's persistent. If you see it once, you've seen the whole thing. Yeah? What is it, while all that advertising is going on, what's. Who's the market? What's the target market for it all? Yeah? Well, what's the target? What's it attempting to get attention from? Yeah? And the only and it has a foolproof strategy. If I can only imply that it's me, and that, that mind's identified as that me, it's going to give itself over to this advertising every time, and I'm going to be able to fulfill my wish, which is to be a form of expression here. I will represent this at this possibility. I will be Paul. Yeah? And it, yet it can't take... It, it doesn't have that possibility other than by your compliance. Yeah? If you see it, then you have an immunity to it. If you don't see it, you're going to be looking from it. And then you're going to be looking for immunities to many other things, but not that. Yeah? It's very quick. You're seeing it, and then there's the identification or the ignorance arises. Now you take it to be yourself. Now you're looking from it. It's a totally different experience. Totally different. This is fraught with incredible perils that aren't happening. <laughs> yeah. They're always rooted in the past and the future. So every step you take, you're creating the landmines. Yeah? You're setting it all up. There's a possibility to be free. Like I was talking with Deb the other day. She was walking into an interview at her office. And I said, listen, honey, the, when you walk this up this morning, the same presence, the same moment is going to be there when you walk into that office. You've never left the space that you're in, ever. Yeah? I was bed two hours ago, the exact same space, the same presence was there as it is now. And if when I seemingly leave and go somewhere else in, to a mythical place in this same presence, the presence will be there. The presence cannot be dismissed. It cannot be, it can be pasted over, but it can't be erased. Yeah? And every damn moment of your life has, has, been, has, has had the basic common denominator of that spaciousness, of that awareness, that living awareness. Yeah? Every one of them. I don't care how many, you can change the geography, you can say it's a different time, you can change the people involved with it, but the fact is, the basic denominator is always the same. As long as you're alive, yes? As long as this event is going on, it has to be going on in that context. Why not 
put a little attention on that. It's an unwavering rudder so you can move through situations. So you can fit yourself around circumstances instead of trying to fit them around you. So their flexibility will be exhibited instead of rigidity. Yes? You won't need dogma or, fundamental, dogma or fundamentalism to give yourself a rigidity. The rigidity will be a very relaxed, flexible sense of spaciousness. Yeah? You won't be concentrating and being vigilant. You'll be relaxed and aware. Because you'll be resting in the only place to find rest. Not in a future moment or in a past event, but in the spaciousness of what's happening right now. Yeah. It never changes. I've watched it. I've watched all the movement in it, yet what the movement is being held by has never moved. Yeah? For years and years of observation, I've seen a lot of things arise and move and depart and attempt to leave their mark on this event, but the spaciousness or the context has never been affected, like the sky. Not once, ever. Yet, none of this activity could ever occur without that space. Yet it's not it's not being influenced by what's appearing in it. Yeah, but it obviously could have it could influence what's appearing. Yeah, how would you change the dream? Change the dreaming. Yeah, what's dreaming when that changes? The dream will necessarily have to change because it's being issued from the dreaming. Yeah. Instead of trying to change the dreaming as the dreamer through the dream, realize you're not the dreamer, that there's dreaming, and in that, the dreaming will now influence what's being dreamt. And this is what's being dreamt also. This idea of Paul and the mental, emotional, energetic structure that seems to be that, that will also be influenced. How it was influenced and is influenced in my life is that it travels lighter. Over all the circumstances that I've been, I've run into here, yeah. Now, if I had to go in and they had to do another operation, I'd travel lighter through that. Not because Paul has gotten incredibly clear. There is no Paul. That's what affords that opportunity. Yeah. Paul is too beholden to past times and future events. Yeah. It can't respond to here and now because it's not here and now. It's in a mental there and then. Yeah? If you see what's making a you, if you see it, it may precipitate the event of the you not being galvanized and turned into me, yeah? There may be a pause and that whole activity will be interrupted and yet something will still continue. And I would say that's what we are, yeah? Now, the pro- you know, the conveyor belt gets turned back on, interpretations of events occurs, all this stuff keeps occurring, but now a huge huge, uh, amount of interest and attention isn't put in it anymore, yes? It's noticed, it's seen, it's like you hear it, but you don't listen to it. It's totally different, yeah? You hear the advertising, but you're not up on the phone calling that 800 number, you know, buying it, you know? 
the next worry and the next concern. You're sort of just seeing it. And after a while, it loses a lot of oomph, yeah? Because it's your oomph that it's been fueled by. If you don't buy it, if you don't buy the product, the product starts being seen through pretty easy. When you buy the product, you're the one that gives it flesh and blood. Yeah, it doesn't. It's just a fucking paper mache idea. Yeah, that's all it is. That's why it has to be reinforced so much. Because it doesn't have any legs to stand on. It has to be produced because it can't produce itself. It's not self-existing. It's produced. It's, it's made. It's reinforced. It's implied. You can look at all the pointing, all the pointing, and watch when the mind hits this little point. It's like a groove. And then it makes the leap into what was pointed at. Yet, all the pointing, there is nothing that's being pointed at. There's just pointing, yeah? Pointing, 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 pointing. Then there's, there's a moment, there's a pause, and that usually gets forgotten. And then there's a leap into what was pointed at. And that's what the mind makes up. Is the what or the who that was pointed at. There's never been a who that's ever been pointed at. It's just been implied. It's just being inferred. It's just being assumed. It's just being reinforced with the use of the language and fucking everything else here. Yeah? And the habit is, it's like this, 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 this all day. And then the weird mental logic is therefore that. Yeah? Action, I, actions, 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 therefore the actor. Thinking, 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 therefore the thinker. Feeling, 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 therefore the feeler. Yes? Then the feeling changes into my feeling. The thought changes into my thought. The uh, operation changes my operation. Yeah? Everything. And operation, eh, pretty alright. There's millions of them going on today. My operation. Fucking earth-shattering event. <laughs> A thought, yeah. Those thoughts come and go. My thoughts, oh, fucking. These are worthy to be listened to, man. They're mine. They're about me. I gotta be very, let me, I can't talk to you right now. I'm thinking about myself. I gotta hear, I gotta hear the news. What's today's news? I'm waiting for a real novel experience. <laughs> Things aren't gonna work out well, Paul. Oh, really? Oh, thank you. <laughs> you better start worrying. About what? Something that's not happening. All right, sure. You sure this is gonna work? Yeah, hasn't it? You're still here, aren't you? Yeah, all right. Sign me up. You don't even, they don't even, you don't, you know, it's like a good, you ever see those good products? They're so good, they don't advertise anymore. Like, they did a job where the, the facial tissues were now, everyone calls them Kleenex. They're facial tissues, but Kleenex got in there early. Put them, all right, every time someone picks up a facial tissue, it's Kleenex. Every time there's a thought, my thought. <laughs> all the advertising now is just to buy more and more absurd products. I mean, you're, you're like buying those forever lazies now. Or the snuggle where the, the thing that hooks you in is, have you ever been on the, on the couch with a blanket and you couldn't get to your remote quick enough? Yeah, that's the, I've been there. The snuggle will take care of that. Oh, fucking great. There's no, it's like a, it's like a blanket with sleeves. Oh, that's exactly what I need. So I can get right there and turn on to another channel quicker. It's insane. You don't see the incredible leap. 
You know, you've had to, you have, you have had to buy, you have had to brought a huge product line for quite a while to be apt to get to that, to that point where you're getting like sleeve, sleeved, uh, blankets, you know, or going to the level of forever lazy where it's like an adult onesie where you're just wearing some nebulous piece of fleece that, and they put a little back panel so you can pull down so you can go number two. And then, and, and then they absurdly put you in situations where you could be wearing it like at a tailgating party at a football game. Who the freak would ever wear like a Barney outfit to, you know, or sitting in the game? Oh yeah, go Giants! With sitting on. And oh, even when you need the bathroom, we got the solution, this little panel, go rush in there. Or they're having a party on the deck and they have nice wine glasses and here they are in this onesie. How would you ever get there? You have to have been buying a lot of product before you're ready to get that one sent to you. You know what I mean? I mean, seriously. You had to have bought the product that I'm Paul or Mary or Steve, and it had to have gone a long, long time to get where you're buying things like that. <laughs> seriously, you know what I mean? <laughs> this is what happens. It, as within, so it is without. The absurdity of what's going on is here is just matching the absurdity that's what's going on in the mental stream. We're taking insane ideas and we've made them into being normal. You know? The insane idea that you could be out of a moment has produced a huge cottage industry of how to get into the moment. Yeah? It's insane. The insanity isn't you don't know how to get into the moment, it's the idea that you believe you could be out of the moment. That's the insanity. The insanity of selfing is that you're in a self that's really uncomfortable and you want to get out of it. And you actually believe that that seems like the natural way to escape. I realize it's not comfortable in here. I want to get out of it. Not realizing part of being in it is trying to get out of it. Not seeing that at all. Not one bit of information that is downloading about that. And then you have this nobility, and after 20 years, you, you're talking to people on some spiritual magazine saying, I've done this practice for 20 years and nothing's happened. Shit. It's like this guy we met at that time in Boston where they, he was at the thing and they were trying to provoke enlightenment, and they had this thing where they stood for 16 minutes, seven, 16 minutes in a posture, and if you stood there for 16 minutes, something would be turned on, Yes. And he says, what should I have done? I said, he said, well, I didn't, I didn't stand there. What should I have done? I said, 17 minutes. You needed an extra minute. That's the whole thing. No, it's one month retreat, three month retreat, two year retreat, three year retreat, five year retreat. They put you in a box so you can't lay down for three years. Just read it in this tricycle, tricycle magazine. Three years. This one guy was on a retreat, got out, was driving, was leaving, he got picked up by this teacher, the teacher convinced him to do three more years. Drove, turned right around, got in the box again. And now these, they had this little group, and they call themselves the Dreamers, and all of them have done like multiple three-year retreats. What the hell? It's like, it's like turbocharged Buddhism, you know, like extreme Buddhism. It's like, you know, people catching a 50-foot wave at, in nighttime now with big floodlights, you know. It's not great enough just to catch a 50-foot wave during the day. They're going to do it at night, you yeah? know. 
Oh, just keep more, more, better, better, more, more, better, better, more, better, synonymous, more, better, more, better. All that does, that's just a fertile field for slavery. It's not more equals better. This is an invitation. It enters you like a spiritual subpoena. You've been served already because it's already in place. All it needs is a little irritation or... I don't like uh, comforting. Irritation. And then the mind moves and in its movement you get a sense of what mind is. It's not a fucking continuum. It's not a linear event. Yeah. It's way beyond how it's being used or taken to be here. Huge, totally different. Possibilities abound in it. It's the mother and father of all possibilities. Yeah. But we're like, we're walking around like in self-centeredness. The aperture has been brought down to such a small tunnel vision and then it locks in place because it's constantly being reinforced and then you start just trying to expand this limited view. And you figure more would be better. Yeah? But it doesn't work. If you see you're not that, it opens up naturally. You find out what it's like to be awake. You find out what it's like to be awake. You don't, it's not like you're going into awakeness knowing it. You realize any knowing is a dismissal of the truth, of the trueness of it. So, but you can't help but know. All right? You can't help but want to know. Then so we do the back door. See that you're not that which wants to know. And therefore the knowing, that urge to know in a certain mental way, will lose its influence on you because you won't be taken to be the knower. Yeah? We're not trying to stop all those activities. We're trying to take the main cog that's the same one in all of them, which is the knower, the feeler, the doer, the meditator. Yeah? The possessor, not the possessions, not the forms of meditation, not the forms of scriptures, but the one who reads the scripture, the one who thinks, the one who feels, the one who meditates. Yeah? Look at that. And what would happen is, then the drive to know, still there, will not eclipse the, the position of finding out. Yeah? You're still, while the knowing, that urge to know is there, the finding out will blossom and override it. So awakening occurs, seemingly, every moment. Then what happens is, the knowing will try to paste on what it thinks it should mean onto it. So it will put the emperor will have new clothes. Yeah? You realize you're not that either. You're not the one doing that. So therefore it stays raw. It stays unconditional. And the only way you have access to it is finding out. You can't know it. You can't have it. You can't claim it. You can't privatize it. Yeah? All you can do is find out how in the living of it. Not the studying of it. Not the memorizing of it. But the living of it. So you become your own authority, finally. What prevents that? What I saw was the selfing. How can it prevent it? If the mind takes itself to be the product. It's going to keep implying there is a you. Yeah? 
and you can keep seeing that, and it can stop. The pause can be sufficient that the uh, you doesn't turn into you. Yeah? And immediately crown me. You can see it. You'll see it as a process that needs you to fulfill its, uh, fulfill its goal. It wants to appear to be a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. It cannot be that. It's like a desire that's never going to be fulfilled, and obviously that's the malaise that everyone's living in. And then all the other desires to try to get relief from that thwarted desire produce the slavery we seem to be in. Yeah. We become enslaved in a solution. I've seen people take... I came into recovery. My, my, I never... I had my slips leaving programs where I'd go back out after a two-year stint in a program. I got in recovery, and it, 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 on that one level of alcoholism, it is the solution. Then I see people over time in recovery that the recovery is now a problem. Their head, the problem has made the solution a problem. They never have a bottom anymore. They get all fucked up, but they run back into AA for a little rehab for a week or two, and then they're back out there. And there's no, they have no uh, immunity to the parasite's possession. Now they want to drink. The mind's going to override everything here. Everything that's been deemed a problem, everything that's been deemed a solution by societies and culture and tradition, it still can be manipulated to being either of them. The problem can lead to a solution. The solution can be a bigger problem. It's all mind. Yeah? If it's structured a certain way, everything else is going to appear based on that structure. If it's unstructured, things will be anew. They'll surprise you quite a lot. It's all based not on them. It's based on where you are. Where you are. Exactly. Not, where, not the who that thinks it's there, but where you are. I'm still stoked by it for years. You know. It's the only thing that fucking holds any, any, any weight in my life. It's the last answer. So here's these three, the three big ingredients. It's like the, the river of life. It's like three tributaries in the same river. One of them is space, one of them is time, and one of them is the, is the selfie. Yeah? They're going together. Yes? This is how the mind's dreaming. It's dreaming in space, time, yeah? And then the sense of being, and the selfie. The selfie thinks it's the subject, and that space and time are objects. Yeah? So it separates itself. But it can't separate itself. The space and time and it are the same thing. They're the same, they're the dreaming, right? They're the dreaming of this place. But the one part of the dream wants to say it's the dreamer. Yeah? Or it's the object, it's the subject, and then objectifies space and time. And so now time seems like it's a thing, to me as a thing. Yeah? So it hides, it hides its, its irrelevance by making things so relevant. Yeah? 
but inherently it's irrelevant. They're just three streams of mind in the one river called dreaming. They can't do anything without these, the other aspects. There can't be anything, you can't see a thing unless there's space to be seen in. You can need time to see it, yes? And then there's, there has to be the one who seems to be seeing it. Or the quality of seeing, yeah? So there's, there's the seeing, there's the space, and there's the time. They're not separate. It's all selfing. Time and self are synonymous. You, why do you think they say it's in self-forgetting that you're reborn or that you feel a lot better? Because self is a remembering, yeah? You need time to remember you. If there was no time, which there isn't, there'd be no memory of you. So for the memory to be able to stick, it has to have time. Yeah? So you and time aren't two different things, you're the same event. You're running neck and neck with each other. There's time and space and, and then seemingly you. Yeah. <laughs> see it. You can see it. It's available. You can see it. You can see its activity. What happened? I hurt my knee. Throwing a little time. Oh, fuck. It's been hurt for three months now. Throwing a little more time. And it's going to be hurt for three more months. Oh, what am I going to be deprived of by this time? <laughs> if it was shrunk down to this day, I'm going to navigate this day easily, yeah? But if you give me six months of it, fuck! <laughs> How much do I appear in this day? Not much. Six months, there's a whole lot of Paul in there. <laughs> Paul was there the third week, now Paul's getting really tired the fourth week, he's super pissed off the fifth week, the sixth week, he's ungrateful. <laughs> you don't see it? It's like one idea fucking with another idea, sporting all these mental minutiae, you know? <laughs> and they rain on your parade all day. <laughs> and then you think time is this object that's imposing. Time is like the wheel of time is driving me to, to hell. No, it isn't. It's like the hamster wheel that needs a hamster. <laughs> There's no motorized hamster wheel. <laughs> the hamster's the motor. <laughs> when the hamster gets out, the wheel stops. What? Oh, miracle upon miracles. Something intervened and saved me from the wheel. No? <laughs> you get back in, it's... <laughs> As soon as there's a sense of self, time and space whew, become as real as real can be. When you were a kid, there was no sense of self. Were you worrying about playing next week when you were playing? No fucking way. You didn't have any idea of time yet, did you? Literally. Yeah, you were. Wow, your head, what? <laughs> your head got started early. <laughs> a lot of us had a nice reprieve before the big stuff started to occur. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know just see it man just see it on the level of thought the difference between a thought and your thought now times that by how many let's say a thousand thoughts you're aware of they say you have 70,000 thoughts a day so let's say thought weighs an ounce my thought two ounces yeah after what my thought I'm enjoying it it's about me yeah but 70,000 times an ounce yeah that's a lot of fucking weight, isn't it? 
feeling maybe one ounce, my feeling two ounces. Lots of feelings. Ah, who cares? They're about me. I can take it. It's heavy, but it's me. It's pretty tasty. But day in and day out, it gets fucking heavy, doesn't it? Actions, my actions. <laughs> my action happens, and it ends, and there it goes. My action, page three of a huge story, leading you know, next on and on. You don't see it? You don't see how you are right now. You're in a situation called traveling. You're traveling through time and space, seemingly. Yeah? Now, you can either travel lighter or heavier. With, why, why get obsessed about the idea of traveling lighter when it only makes you feel heavier? Let's look at what causes the heaviness. Yeah? If you're not that, if you're not engaged with it as, the, as the, the producer of it, the father of it, maybe you can get dismissed from it. Yeah? If they're not your thoughts, then what the hell do you have to con be so concerned about? Yes? Maybe by looking at the proprietariness of it, the minus of it, you will get some relief from the thoughts and the feelings and the actions of one's day. Now you combine that to seven days a week, four weeks in a month, 12 months in a year, maybe 70, 80 years of living, you're going to fucking travel lighter on a very grand scale. Yeah? The true fucking success of this place, in a way. Literally, there may not be any bank account with all the zeros behind it, but I'll tell you, that's one successful experience of life, is that you travel lighter through all these years, all these years. Yeah? You lost so much interest in the self in those years, you don't, you, the need to be liberated is gone. The drive to get better is gone. All this is gone now. All of it, all of it just falls off either immediately or slowly, just drops off, and the lighter and lighter becomes the basis of your life. Yes? If that's happening with you, or seemingly as you, who needs to have some authority come and notarize it? You'll know. You'll know beyond knowing, and you'll come back to these talks because you'll know something is on offer here that's allowing you to travel lighter. That's it. Yeah? You may not have owned it yet, so you come to the talks, you come to the talks. One day you'll own it, and then you'll come to the talks, and it'll be a really nice experience. Because you won't be keenly trying to get something. You'll be luxuriating in what you cannot get. Yeah? You'll be luxuriating in it. You'll just be sitting in that space, not trying to make it better or polish it or anything. You'll let it polish itself. Yeah? This was the last answer, I swear. I heard this, and I haven't found a new one since. And all it is, it's like, it just, you entertain it, and there's more to entertain, more to entertain, more to entertain. There's no point where it ends, and then you got it, yeah? There's just the getting of it, the getting of it, the getting of it, the getting of it. There's no point that it's, uh, I got it. No freaking point, not one. It just goes getting, getting, getting. Freeing, freeing, freeing. Freeing, freeing. Not freedom. I got freedom. No. Freeing, freeing, freeing. And you know what? The need for freedom gets dismissed. The need to be clear gets dismissed. The need for things to go your way gets dismissed. Yes? All these things that you thought were essential, necessary qualities to make it in this life, you realize you can do quite well without them. Being in the vanguard. Yes? Put it to the test. 
Don't come here like an aquarium and observe like this, the little fish sitting in front. Dive in the water yourself. Come back and tell, and just admit, hey, I went through this situation a lot better than I have in a long, long time. You're on to something. <laughs> Continue entertaining. Yes? Don't let the advertising dispute your own experience. And we'll be here to entertain the certainty with you. That's the good news. Yeah? If one of us shows up, there'll be still one. A few people show up, the certainty is exactly as certain as it ever has been. Yes? We'll sit in there, it'll, dri- it'll wash on you, and when you leave, a little of it will be there. Yes? And a little more, it's like dyeing a piece of cloth. Yeah? After a point, the dye sets. And now you'll be getting drenched in some other people's lives, dying, helping to dye their cloth. Yes. You have to admit it, right, bro? You've done better by coming here. You've slept a lot better. Had some nice naps. Yeah? It works on a lot of levels. Some people meet the person they marry here. Had like four marriages or something happened here. We've married two people. Yeah. We're like a multi service cult. A lot of things happen. I've gotten great desserts from this a chef here. Yeah. Kevin gives me rides. I mean it's just multi purposeful. Yes. So maybe you'll get married. Start thinking, oh, maybe <laughs> major shift. You know, the major shift already occurred, bro. You are the shift. All these are tremors. You're the, so- you're the center of the earthquake already. <laughs> all stems from mind. All, every, all's mind. Big M, mind. Yes? You are, you are, <laughs> There's no way you can escape it. It's always available at all times, right where you seem to be. Yeah? Any moment when you drop the rock, what, what state are you in? The same state what, that was always available. Yes? When you drop some freaking phony activity you were engaged with, the same activity that's always available is there. Now, it doesn't take one second to arrive there. You didn't have to buy a ticket to get back to it. It was always ever-presently available. Always. Always. Yes? Always. There's the, the length of a trip back to it is zero. Zero amount of time and a zero amount of space. You are the epicenter right now. Put it to the test. See it. See if it's so. Find the one thing through all your day of coming and going and moving this way and that. What's been the most consistent thing that you can sense? Yeah. Well, and then we call it Jack, and then that gives it this false sense of continuity. But if you just point through that, you'll see what you are. You won't see it. You'll see from it. Yeah? You'll realize you're never going to be at the end of the telescope. You're never going to be seen. You're the scene. You're what's feeling. 
but you will be self. You're what's everything. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. See, and this, see, I do this little talk. Did I feel the condition of my leg at all? No. Not one bit. Not one bit. Yeah? Did I feel any conditions of... Uh, did I carry anything from yesterday into this moment? Not one effect at all. And I've been doing talks, and I haven't been, but these, I've been engaged in talks like this for 20 years, and its batting average is a thousand. No matter what situation I thought I was in when I got to the meeting, emotionally, physically, circumstantially, yes, gets dismissed. All its influence is totally nada. Nada, nada, as if it wasn't so, because it isn't so. The only way something can seem not to be so, because it truly isn't so. <laughs> nada. For the whole time you speak, you lose any sense of body, you lose sense of this, you lose sense of time, yes? And where do you go? Nowhere. You're more, quote-unquote, you then, than when you have a sense of body, a sense of time, a sense of this, a sense of circumstances, a sense of schedule. You're more what you are when all that is dismissed than being totally great at managing it all. I swear, first three years into recovery, I got asked to do workshops. Every time I went there, Monday nights, Whatever was going on, like five seconds before I entered that room, was dismissed for the whole hour. Now, the dismissal is a lot longer. Yeah? It doesn't have any contrast. I don't walk in here totally fucked up and being unfucked up just to be fucked up again. The unfucked is stabilized. Yeah? So there's not a big deal anymore. There's no big, like, whistles because the contrast is gone. I don't see a big contrast in any day. It's just the same thing in one level. <laughs> but, but over time, it's glorious, yeah? That's the gloriousness of it. For us, a lot of us, we need contrast. So we, the mind wants to have anxiety so it can experience the relief from it, like shooting up, yeah? So you worry about something that's probably never going to happen, and then when it doesn't happen, you feel a great relief. <laughs> but for, if it gets addicted to that feeling, what does it do? It produces anxiety about something that's not happening, so it can have that big rush when it doesn't happen. That's fucking slavery. Yeah. If you give up all the, the big, ex elaborate, like, uh, big, big peak events... You'll just be surrendered all day, every day. Yeah. No one will notice. Not even you. They won't be, oh, I'm surrendered. They'll just be surrendered. <laughs> so, I should just talk all day. It'll make me feel a lot better. Yeah. My knee will just... Yeah, let's have a marathon. Come on over, Z, later. And we'll talk Nizagadada. That'll keep you busy for hours. <laughs>